to the Forever Broken Podcast, where we're going to dive into the deep world of mental health and ask giant questions like, are birds real or are they actually just CIA drones? And, secondly, did the world really end in 2012? Today, I'm going to be coming to you guys live with my co-host, Gabriel Brew. Introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Gabe. Big intro. And TJ, let's hop over to you. Hello, I'm TJ. And another big intro. And then coming in, lastly, our special guest for today, my wife and my love, Sydney Thompson. And also my daughter, Greeland, who will be making guest appearances, sneezing, farting, doing her baby thing. So, Sydney, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sydney. And another big intro. Love this. We're doing great tonight. We're off to a huge start here. So we're doing this episode to kind of address the world that is surrounding mental health, and that's everyone else, loved ones of those with mental health issues and PTSD. Uh, we're kind of zing-zanging this together uh, after one of our guests kind of fell through due to uh, personal family issues, and that's okay. But, uh, yeah, Greenland's just telling me exactly what's going on. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to let these two guys kind of ask some questions to address on that and hit on that because it does affect everyone outside of just those that have the mental health issue, uh, quote-unquote. Well, how long have you guys been married? Uh, we're going on, what, seven years? Eight Almost a eight, eight year no married, okay. like four or five maybe I don't even know at this uh, point. It would be together so for eight. hard questions off the bat, <laughs> right? Since two thousand seven, lifetime we've been together since two thousand what twelve? No, fourteen. Oh, we've been yeah, together 13, yeah. together eight years, so, married less than that. So you know, big time, <laughs> going well, going strong. Doing a lot better. I'll try not to ask any more hard questions. Yeah, I'm just going. I'm going hard. You just rocked their world from the gate, bro. <laughs> That's what Combat. we do. Jesus, dude. We ask the hard questions. That one was a stumper, bro. It always is. I thought we were going to go back and get a family photo album and shit to figure out when the first picture was taken. That shit yeah, was rough. Yeah, it's like seed, man. We're just diving in deep. Did you get in there nice and deep like? Yeah. That's how right, it's right. going to be. But I mean, you know. Well, since we've already got the hard shit out of the way, let's just go ahead and move on down the line here. So, I've known Sydney for a little while. I met Sydney a few years ago. What was it like? It would have been. That would have been. After we were married, so it would have been about three years ago from like this month, like today. Yeah. Because you were there for the Super Bowl. I was there for the Super Bowl. So about three years ago today. Yeah. So, uh, so I've known you for a while. And I've known Derek for a longer while. And, uh, there's been times where you've turned to me for advice and for help. Um, so, without sending you guys' stuff to the whole world too deeply, um, what are some of the things that goes on 
where you feel like you have to reach out to one of his friends or a family member? Um, I don't know how to like deal with him or like talk to him or help him when he gets into like certain funks hey. and like he sometimes just like goes into his dark hole thought process and the only people that I ever think relate to that are other military members that have been there and done that especially like you where you were with him and so it's a lot easier to get like advice from somebody like that like somebody like you who can kind of tell me his thought process because it's completely different from mine like I I don't think the way that he thinks at all and so when he is having a rough time or he's angry about something that I don't understand why that I don't think is a big deal it helps to like talk to you and like figure out okay well it's a big deal because of this 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 and this as opposed to just me like being like well it doesn't matter to me so it must not matter to you and I never think the way I think so it's, I mean, it's pretty logical, actually. Um, well, with that being said, um, do I help calm you down or help you out more often than not? I think you do. I think you give me another, like, perspective. And if nothing else, then you can reach out to Derek and, like, talk him off of the ledge. Or, you know, help him calm down and provide him with then my viewpoint you can kind of you're kind of our middleman sometimes like okay calm down he's probably mad because xyz and then i'm sure you can go to him and be like okay calm down she's thinking xyz so right i'm not even gonna bullshit the listener like i promise to the world that when this goes down i am literally in two conversations with these two (laughs) and they're separate conversations like i am literally giving advice to each of them as they're asking me questions or talking to me. And I know they both know that it's going on, but they're both like in their own little world. And they're like, this needs to stop. (laughs) And it's, it's, it's enjoyable for me because I get to help my friend out and then I get to help his family out. So it's not a big deal and I enjoy doing it, but I also want to throw out to the listener too, that uh, she just admitted that, I help and I'm a champion. So <laughs> whoever posted that shit on our it. Facebook page about me saying that I don't know because I'm not a professional, that's horse shit. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I just want to point out that he is absolutely a professional. Secondly, though, uh, he also just opened up the gates to say, if you guys need marital counseling, he's open. So we got that going for us. Google me. You might find my podcast. Never broken business, uh, even more broken uh, marital counseling. Can be a lot of divorces in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what uh, we do here. Hey, you know, if you can't joke about it, what can you do? Not a thing. Not a thing. So, anyway, again, uh, without getting too deep into it, we actually had one of these conversations not too long ago, didn't we, Sydney? We did. Not too long ago, actually. And without you guys having to get too deep into it, where are we at with that? Are we working it out? 
things settled yeah, down. Good. I think we're a lot better than where we were when right. we reached out to you. Yeah, it was a rough. It was a rough couple of days, even for me. I was a little stressed. I thought I was gonna have to jump in a car and make a journey. Well, you probably <laughs> should have. It wouldn't have hurt anything. Well, I mean, I know it wouldn't have hurt anything, and I know I should have. The problem is, it was at the same time that I was dealing with other things that were happening with. He was dealing with the government. <laughs> well, that too, <laughs> and we can't talk about that on here yet. It's still. Uh, an ongoing thing. Yeah, family but I'm waiting for the day when they settle that so I can sell them all out. Yeah. Family relations are a lot like the government. You know, you just got to sweep certain things under the rug. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just delete the hard drive and move on with life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> That's a proven solution. It's pro- dude, it's proven. It's getting done like several times. If it stopped working, we'd quit doing it. That's right. TJ, hit us Do with a question. Have a question. All right, so let's say that uh, you think that Derek might just be acting a little grumpy or something, you know, not just his normal, happy, chipper self. Okay. Uh, do, you, uh, do you ever stop and think about maybe he's dealing with some stuff or do you think he's just kind of just being a dick because that's just who he is or um a lot curious. of the time i think that his personality now is just grumpy um but sometimes i think that it might be deeper than that um those are normally when i like stop and ask gabe like is yeah, something yeah. going on can you talk to him and just figure out where his headspace is. Uh, Derek doesn't really talk to me about anything like military related. So like anytime I do ask him like, okay, like what is the deeper issue here? Like what is actually going on? Why does this bother you so much? Or why does this not bother you so much? Then like he doesn't really go deep into it. It's just, it's the way I am. I was in the military. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a Marine. I do this this way. Apparently, like, Marines don't have feelings anymore, so. Well, we have them. You just need to find them with a running start and a battle axe, so. See, and I don't carry a battle axe. That's not my personality. And so I think that's why we clash a lot of the time. A lot of the times that we do clash is because he. I'm very, like, passive and, like, I don't want the argument and he's very much let's hash this out right now the way that I want to hash it out and I'm like I'm gonna go to bed good night I'm aggressive yeah. I mean that makes sense you know like I think a lot of times though um, for us it's hard that we don't even realize that we're doing it and then if you ask us that we don't really know like why it's affecting us the way it is at that moment necessarily unless you were just thinking about something and that's what made you upset, you know what I mean? So that's why that I was just kind of wondering if, uh, from well, a, a spouse's standpoint, if, if they ever, you know, actually think that it might be more than just, you know, being, being grumpy and stuff all the time. I've lived a rather sheltered life, I would say. So I don't really have, like, any idea what you guys went through over there or anything like 
he's had rough job after rough job after rough job, like, for mental health. And I'm a teacher, so it's, like, not really comparable in that sense. That's debatable. What grade do you teach? I teach first grade, <laughs> but I've taught third grade and sixth grade also. Yeah, we've all got kids. We know what's like. <laughs> it's just beyond. That's a debatable, that's a debatable uh, statement you just made. <laughs> but, like, I think that sometimes, like, in certain instances, I'll, I know that it's like, this isn't the actual issue that you're angry about. It's something deeper. But a lot of the time, then it's just, I have no idea why you're reacting so angrily to me washing the dishes wrong or, you know, something stupid, like something that's so like drilled into him and like the way he's supposed to do it. And then I do it different. And then Standards. it sets him off. And I'm like, why are you upset about this? Standards. And one of us has to be the whip. There he wow. is. There's a whip. So there's, there's a, there's some explanation that could be given for that. And I'm going to, I'm going to hit on a few of them. So, Sometimes it's not what they're angry about is what they're really angry about. We have uh, triggers, and sometimes these triggers can um, come in many different forms. Like we can get a trigger because of a specific scent or a specific sound. Um, there can be a multiple amount of things that can absolutely just go from being okay to being combative and aggressive in the flick of a switch. And so kind of the best way to put it out there for anybody else that's in your situation, Sydney, is to say that a lot of it has to come down to you both coming to a place where you can sit down and have that conversation and allow each other to give his, his side of it. And then you give your side of it. And then you guys can help understand like what his triggers are. And you can understand that like certain behaviors means that he just needs some time alone. Certain behaviors is going to set him off and like, if he legitimately is going to say, hey, like we need to hash this out, might not be what you want to do. But meeting halfway and like listening for a little bit and being like, I get that. I just want to I just want to sleep on it. And then he'll have to get it from that side. And it's not going to it's not going to happen that way every time because <laughs> it's just not. But that's kind of what needs to happen. What if he says he doesn't know his triggers? I'm not, I can't say for sure if it's him not knowing his triggers or if it's him not being comfortable with what his triggers are. No, it's legit. I just, I genuinely, a lot of the time, don't know my triggers, especially after everything we've gone through. So for me, it's a lot harder to hit on. You know, I've gone through the military service where we had certain triggers, and then I jumped right back into uh, EMS in the fire world, and... I developed a whole new set of triggers and then having a, a bigger family and trying to deal with all of that at the same time, I could just kind of struggle and I forget, oh, you know, 
like I don't know what sets me off you know sometimes it's oh this isn't clean the way I want it sometimes it's something else sometimes it's well my kids whining I'm used to being told just shut up you don't need to be whining you know we've we've got a lot different standards and trying to compare apples to oranges just it's really hard for me right and so my my advice and it's always been my advice to you Derek is is um learning to possibly relax on your marine corps standard and your i have to be perfect and everybody has to be perfect and um talk to somebody it doesn't have to be anybody professional sydney it can be literally anybody anybody and that would be the start of it because i can tell you right now derek i know one of your triggers and i i could do it right now if i was if i was in the same room as you i could do it right now and i could watch you go from being perfectly fine to like ready to reach across the table and slap the piss out of me see i don't think you could i promise i, I could yours too even though you don't remember it. i promise i could yeah, probably. That's probably a fair statement. I promise I could. Yeah, you probably. I could ask you. I could ask you a question. I could tell. I could tell you one right now because I thought about doing it, shoot. and then I was like, "Shoot, big shoots, <laughs> bro!" Remember a time when I was gonna stick my combat boots in your freaking washing machine and you about shit your pants? Oh yeah, it's a plumbing trigger. That's See? not fair. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a trigger though, and I mean like that's <laughs> it's not fair. I legitimately just looked at you and I was like, God, I've washed my combat boots in my washer a bunch of times. And you're like, I don't give a shit. Go plug it in then because you're not putting it in mine. <laughs> right? That's plumbing. Yeah, That's common sense. Damn it. It doesn't matter, dude. It's a, it's something that you have been taught that, that has to be that way and there's no exception to the rule. But there is an exception to the rule and you just have to let go of it. Oh, dude. I saw that little... Ooh. <laughs> And all this just became. Yeah, you're right. This was a good idea. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. It's not super private. It's going to be public as shit. Just so you know. <laughs> it's not private counseling. Not so private counseling. And I'm not. I'm not I trying to be a counselor. I'm just saying. I legitimately can can name off two or three triggers of yours, yeah, and I could, and I could set you off if I wanted to. I just know what they are because I've lived you with you. I won't even wrap up. My uh, vacuum cord, dude. Bro, dude, I about lost my shit that day on you. I, just, I know. I, 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 I did. I'm saying, but I it's one of those things. That, but it's one of those things, dude. It's one of those things that like we've we've been taught for so long that there's a proper way to do stuff. When it doesn't get done right, it bugs us, right? Yeah, absolutely. And so, what what needs to happen is is um. You've been trained to think that way. What you need to do is make the effort to retrain yourself to be a little bit more relaxed. You don't have to let it go completely right. because you still have to have your standard and you still have to be able to not have to flex completely to appease everybody because then you're never going to, you're never going to be happy yourself. So you got to give some and take some, right? Yeah, exactly. And the good news is I, this isn't just about me tonight. It's about 
So if you guys I have mean, any, other, <laughs> any other questions. I'm yeah, not saying it's maybe, just about you, dog. It may be a learning curve for everyone else other than my own stupidity. I know my stupidity, damn it. We're addressing Listen to me, we can address Listen that later. To me. So this this is supposed to be happening to me right now, and it's not. So I'm taking advantage of it now because I know when you two get the chance to get get my ass ran over under this bus, I'm gonna lose 45 pounds just by getting my ass raped over this I, shit. So you know. Okay, I have oh, a question for you here. guys. Send it. Okay, so not having PTSD, like I don't know the best way to like deal with him and his emotions like sometimes in the nicest way possible like I don't know how to deal with him and so from a different perspective and your guys's perspective how would you want your significant other to help you through like your worst PTSD moments for me, I think a lot of it depends on what it is exactly that is uh, the issue. You know, like if it was, uh, I don't know, fireworks on the 4th of July. You know what I mean? Um, just if maybe if he's freaking out over something like that, just be like, you know, it's just the 4th of July. It's, they're just fireworks. It's not bombs. It's not, not gunfire. You're here, you know, where you're not overseas anymore. And then, you know, take a deep breath. And then maybe, you know, someone give you a minute, let me know if you need anything or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it just really depends on what the issue is to me. Well, and I guess for me, I think what she's looking at is more like day-to-day -day life. You know? I got, I got one. I got one because you brought it up, Derek. You said sometimes when the kids are too fussy and too whiny, it really gets you triggered because... We were all raised to shut up and not whine, not speak unless you're spoken to. Don't make me tell you twice. Stuff like that, right? Yeah. So my advice to you, Sydney, is if you can see him getting frustrated with the kids, um, be supportive. Don't, don't attack him for being too hard on him. Don't disagree with him because you think he's being too hard. Like... Don't coddle him. Don't coddle him by any means, but at the same time, be like, hey, you got to remember they're just little, but I get it. They are loud. Maybe go to the other room for a minute and make, make us some lunch. Or, hey, let's jump in the car and run down and grab some ice cream or some tacos or something. Just kind of try and maybe diffuse the situation for, for one. And for two, tacos fixes every fucking thing, so... Yeah, let's, just, let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> just talk about this. Tacos save lives. That's right. I don't, I've been I don't pissed off, but I've never been pissed off with tacos. <laughs> I don't remember a single thing that I've been solved with a plate of tacos, my man. <laughs> yeah, me either. I've never been pissed off with tacos. It's real hard to do. <laughs> but but that that's just some options for you is if you can recognize it happening and you see an attitude shift or the situation deteriorating um remember that you guys are on a team and you don't have to be the savior for anybody including Derek and including your children uh but what you guys need to do is find that happy medium 
and this goes for everybody and not just these two find a happy medium to support each other and de-escalate the situation before it becomes a crisis you guys just sit down and talk about it yeah. talk about <laughs> it that's a classic one liner right there that was perfect TJ damn it I feel like that's what you should name the episode just yeah, talk about talk it talk about it I think that's perfect, uh, and that being yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's just keep going on with the questions. Do you guys have any more questions, Sydney? Do you have any questions for them? Me, I don't. Whatever. So, with all that being said, um, what are some of the things that you've noticed that you consider could possibly be a trigger for Derek? Um, anything regarding cleaning, if it's not done a certain way. Um, the kids definitely, and like when they're fussy, like we have very different parenting styles. Um, so he's more, stop doing this, why are you doing this, stop crying. And I'm more of, just because you say stop crying doesn't mean they're going to stop crying, so... Find a better way. Would you knock it off? <laughs> um, and then, like, those are, like, the major, like, day-to-day ones. And then the random ones where it's just, like, he comes home or he wakes up and he's just, like, in a funk and, like, won't talk. It's super quiet. But then, like, won't tell me what's wrong. And I don't think sometimes he even knows what's wrong. And so it's, like... I'm not sure what triggered him at that point. Like, how did you already get triggered just rolling out of bed? So, like, I don't know. So we can, I can attest for that one because there's days where I just wake up and I know I'm in a funk. Um, I think for myself, though, like, I can, I can feel it and I can, I've just gotten to the point in my life where I really don't care <laughs> about, like, if people are going to be upset about it or not. And so like, if I know that I have to be around people and they're, they're acting a certain way that I know is going to piss me off. I'll just flat tell them like, yo, I'm, I'm in a mood today. So if you don't want to catch the backlash of this, like change your shit or get the fuck out of here. And like, that's just, I'm just upfront about it because I just don't care. And I'm not saying that he's not, I'm just saying that like, that's not something that you want to tell your wife. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ever. Um, so a lot of that has to do with um, sometimes you wake up and you know that like the day at work isn't going to go very well and it's got you in a mood already and there's just nothing to do about it except for get through it. And there's nothing to talk about because there's nothing that can be done about it. Like he can't call in and not work. He can't you know what I mean? Go right. back to bed and try again. There's not a magic pill that he can take that'll make him happy. Like it's just there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go into that one. And it's a it's a tricky one, but it's the one that causes the most problems because when he looks at you and says, I don't know, he's being honest with you, there is really nothing to pinpoint it on and there's nothing that can be done to fix it. And from my personal experience, that's one of those moods where you don't have to, like, 
completely leave him alone and seclude yourself from him, but it's probably one of the ones where you don't want to antagonize him because you poke the bear too many times and then you get your finger bit off and then all of a sudden the bear's an asshole because it bit your finger off. You know what I mean? Right. So there's... It's, it's, a, it's a funny thing to have to live with and have to deal with um, having it and I can only imagine how much more difficult it could possibly be to somebody that doesn't understand it and doesn't also suffer from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a lot harder because I'm like, how do you not know what's wrong? Like, you're clearly grouchy. Why? Like, give me an answer as to why you're grouchy. and like. But sometimes don't. there's not one. There's just sometimes there's not one. And that's, that's just something that you're going to have to come to terms with. Because he can look at you. And I, I know you know when he looks at you and he looks like that dumb, dumb shit that looks at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I know you know the look because we all know it. Yes, definitely. And he's confused and he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Like, he literally can't give you an answer to that. And that's one of those things you're just going to have to accept. Yeah, that's where I struggle, I think, the most is just, like, accepting the non-answers. Well, I don't know is also an answer. Just because it wasn't the answer you wanted doesn't mean it's not the right answer. That's a good I feel point. like it's an answer that doesn't help anything. Like, because at that point, bear, then I don't know. Like, But don't poke the bear until you lose a finger and then blame the bear that you lost your finger. Or the bear needs to learn to cope. Or. 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 And hear him out. <laughs> hear me out. The bear's just trying to survive. Well, and that's what we're getting at, dog. We're all just trying to survive, and we're all trying to figure this out, and we're all trying to make it so that it's not something that we have to deal with behind closed doors. Like, like I said, I could be in a gas station, and people could be clowning off, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not in the mood for this shit, so you guys can knock it off, or I'm just going to be an asshole. And that's that. And, like, I just... That's the attitude I walk around with, and it's helped me a lot, but it's also made it so that a lot of people are just like... We're not gonna, we're not gonna talk to him, and we're not gonna mess with him because he just anybody that will look you in the face and tell you you're gonna reach across the register and smack the fuck out of you is probably not somebody that you want to not be cool with. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't know. There's no, I totally hear you, uh, and I think Sydney hears you, and this is something we'll we'll do again here soon. Um, it's not the end of the episode, but it is the end of our special guest. She's going to take our daughter to bed and try to get her to actually sleep. So that in her own world is definitely a giant issue. So we will yeah. kind of deal with that because <laughs> Greela doesn't like sleeping. So I would like to say thanks, Sydney, for coming on and uh, sharing and talking with us. Well, thank you for having me and answering some of my questions also. And you still have my phone number, so when you feel like poking the bear, don't text me and we can get through it. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be taking you up on that. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming on. I think um, that's uh, something good for me to think about, you know, with my wife as well. So I do appreciate it. Y'all have a good night. Yeah. So with all that being said... Um, there's a lot of things that 
come with being married to a person that struggles with uh, mental health and it's not just struggling with PTSD or anxiety there's 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 a long list of it there's all kinds of disorders and it would take a long time to list them all off um, and there's probably some that we don't even know about oh, and yeah. possibly suffer from them too but you know, uh, it, it just goes to show that, you know, this, it's more common than, than you think. And then a lot of it's because of the taboo and the stigma that we've, we've touched on a few times that this is something that you have to take care of behind closed doors and it's behind the closed doors of somebody that you're seeking help from. It's behind closed doors of your own home and it shouldn't be that way. You should be able to function in a society and allow society to know that, that you have that thing. Yeah, I agree. It's an injury that needs to be taken care of. And just because it's not a visible injury that you don't have a scar from it, you don't have a prosthetic from it. You have to, you have to like be comfortable in sharing that with somebody, you know what I mean? And so like, that's what a lot of this is, is like we want people to know that you can you can be open and honest with yourself and others about it and it's not going to it's not gonna change the way good people see you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Yeah, that was oh, yeah. fantastic input I thought from second one, you know. Uh and as you know, much as it sucks being the one on the receiving end of it. It's it's a lot of good information. It's information that, you know, I think I know. It's just a lot of information I don't want to hear, I guess, if that makes sense. Oh, and, it makes uh, absolute sense, dude. It. I mean, it makes, it makes total sense. Like, TJ was just saying, like, it helped open up his eyes to help him realize, like, it's hel- it opened his eyes so he can be more, more able to cope when it comes to him and his wife. It cost it's hard to sit there and, you know, just sit there and be accepting of the fact that, like, you have a problem. But, yeah. I, again, like you guys, I think it said, it's even harder to sit there and be the person on the other end. And just having to look at it from the world that I have to look at it from is, like, I'm the one that's got some issues. And then seeing somebody else that's affected by it, I don't know how to deal with it. Just like they don't know how to deal with me and how what I've been affected by it. I don't know how to deal with how I'm affecting them. And that's a Oh yeah, definitely. Issue. Well, you know, I think talking to um other wives and stuff about it here and you know, their perspective and whatnot would help definitely help me help my wife deal with me, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes a hundred percent sense. Yeah, dude. And like and it's basically what I want to do when we finally get my ex-wife on here. Um, and again, uh, apologies for that. There's just a family emergency came up and we had to last minute fix that. So, um, but you guys, you guys will see, I mean, it, it literally cost me my marriage. It cost me my family and I had to break completely down and start over from ground zero. And what ended up, ultimately happening with me is is I had to look in the mirror and figure out what I was doing 
realized that I needed to make changes. I needed right. to be the better. I needed to be better for myself so I could be better for everyone else. You know what I mean? And that, yeah, yeah, and that's definitely. hard to do. I mean, that's a just a terrible thing to try to figure out. And you guys, you know, you're kind of getting to see it first, you know, from my point of view. And there's a lot of things she didn't talk about because we didn't ask those questions, you know, but this also being just impromptu like it is, uh, you know, we didn't get the opportunity to point those things out like we would have liked to, but we pointed out a lot of things. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that were pointed out and there's a lot of things that were left out, but some of the, some of the inside knowledge that I personally have that's going on, um, I don't want... I don't want to put that out there right now. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, and I'm happy that we aren't, and I will, you know, as things go on. It's just marriage is tough when you're dealing with issues. But the good news and is I, marriage is tough, period, because it kicks everyone's ass at some point or another, and it that's what the big overlapping picture is here is that, that we all struggle. And to say that not everyone has mental issues, I think is just, I think most people do to a, a certain degree. Uh, so we all struggle with things mentally at some point or another. And this is an overreaching conversation that everyone should hear and needs to hear, which I appreciate. Right. I'm not perfect at what I do. I'm not a perfect husband. I'm not a perfect father. You know, I don't think any of us are, but we're learning from it. And we're trying to make the best of it and get in here and what, both sides of the party are that makes a difference so we just gotta keep doing it right and like but like what you said dude is we're not we're not perfect fathers and we're not perfect husbands and we're not perfect employers or employees and we're not we're not perfect at anything or any facet in life and nobody is but you know what the cool thing about those imperfections are is it gives you challenge every day to be better than the day before yeah, to and you know learn that's from those mistakes and move forward and to continue being better every day until you can look back and and you know like i told you guys the other day um and like i just got done saying just now like like my issues cost me my family and my marriage and i had to rebuild myself and i alienated myself from my ex-wife from my family, from her family, from my kids. Uh, anybody that wanted to even give me the slightest bit of conductive criticism, I took it as insulting and rude, and I alienated them, and I treated them like shit. And I badmouthed them and anything else. Um, and then you fast forward, and the other day, like, I shared with you guys after I had a conversation with my son and, you know, like I told him that I was his number one fan and I was proud of everything that he was doing. And the response that he gave me back was, was like, well, I'm your number one fan and I'm proud of everything that you've done. And I want to grow up and be just like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going from where they didn't want to come to my house because I was angry and didn't want to do anything. And I was tough to be around to, now they don't want to go home because they love being around me. Not that they don't like being at their mom's house. It's just that now it's hard for them right. to go either place because they love being with both of us. Yeah, and this is what I was saying earlier when I was like, it's, uh, you know, we're not perfect, but 
it's funny, you know, because I've gone through these situations a lot, but this is Parenting 101 where our kids go from hating one or the other to loving one or the other. And it just cracks me up because, you know, I've told Sydney a million times, like, Calvin doesn't even like me. Greeland doesn't even like me. They don't give a shit if I was alive or dead. They're just happy to get whatever the hell it is they need at the time. But then, then like, 20 minutes later, I'm cool, Dad. And shit took a change for the better in my book because I'm just like, oh, shit. Now I'm the cool one. This is awesome. Like, yay, and I throw them in the air, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, this is so cool, you know? And then the ten minutes later, they're like, yeah, you're chopped liver, Dad. Piss off. <laughs> and then you're, it's a lot of high and lows of emotions where you're just sitting there going, yeah, yeah, this is great. And then you next to me, you're like, ah, oh, I don't like life again. And then you're like, ah, yeah, I'm back again. I don't, fuck, I'm down again. The kids suck. You know. I mean, but a lot of that too comes with you have <laughs> toddlers running around your house, dude. And like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And it's as long as my wiener, dude. Like, it ain't long at all. Like, yeah, but it's parenting 101, man. I mean, it is. And, we, and that's one of the got that's kids that are the same age. Yeah, like, absolutely. And, and our kids that are the same age is the age that is the one that's sending the message, like, I want to grow up to be just like you. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're also the ones that are like, eh, you're kind of gay, Dad. And you're just like, oh, fuck. And the, but then they're like, I love you. You're killing it. This is so cool what you're doing. And you're like, oh, yeah, shit, yeah, I'm cool again. Yeah, all right. And then, the you know, the next day, I mean, it's like you said, it's, it, their attention spans longer. But that just means you get to be on a high a little bit longer. And then they're still going to do the back and forth thing, which is human nature, where there's like they go from you're so cool to you're so lame, and you're just like, God damn it, I'm old. And then they're like, you're cool again. You're, yeah, I told you I got I haven't aged a bit. Fuck yeah, you know. But I like the I like that you pointed that out too. The the damn it, I'm getting old. I think that plays a big factor in a lot of mental health as well for people that have a mental health disorder is um accepting the fact that your youth is no longer with you um that you're getting older things are changing um priorities are going to have to start changing um your lifestyle is going to have to start making changes and i think that messes with a lot of people because you get to a certain point where it's like well, I used to be able to do this, and I used to be able to do that, and oh, if I was 15 years younger, the things that I was doing, and like, it, it's a it's a mental fuck, you know what I mean? Like, it really can get in your head and stay there if you allow it to, and so I think a lot of that goes to say that like, even when you're with your kids, and they're like, oh, you're, you're old, you, you don't get it, you just don't get it, like, I don't think it's the fact that your kid told you that you don't understand or like you're, you're not paying attention that fuck with you. It's the fact that they looked at you and said, oh, you're just too old to understand. It's like, yeah. And then you're just like, oh, fuck, maybe I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's because, like, yeah, we, we don't age. I mean, this is something that I've learned as just this whole getting older shit, which I haven't done to your extent, Gabe. So thank God for that. 
Um, and you know TJ, what that means, I think though. He's got a whopping three months on me or some shit. Uh, but means you assholes still have to go through this shit that I've already passed. Yeah, I'm not yeah. old, you fucking cocksucker. I'm well seasoned. So but it's it. what we. It, but it's what we do. I think uh, as something that I've noticed just as a like as I age or as we get older, as you were sitting there and you're. When I was a kid, I always thought I'm never gonna be that old. Now I'm like I'm that old, but I'm like, but I won't be that old. Because they're still ahead of me. So everything I look at is like, I'm still not as old as the people I look up to. So I'm still fucking awesome. And if you don't like it, well, tough shit, because I'm awesome. And and then I'm like, damn it. (laughs) I do suck. You know, it's, yeah, it's just like that um, high immense amount of pressure where you just like it, it's the smack and the reality and you're sitting there going oh yeah yeah no I know where you've been kid but I know where I am now and, right uh, you're trying to balance where you've been and where you're going and you're taking cues from now not just where you want or going to end up but where you were, and when you add that into it, it's just a whole new world of mind effery, uh, for lack of better terms, where it's just like, I'm trying to figure this out, but I'm like, yeah, I won't end up where my parents are. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now I'm right where my parents were, and now I'm sitting there looking at my younger self going, stop being me, you little shit. Right. Um, part of that too is uh, understanding that you are you have to accept the fact that you are older and uh, I made made a mistake a little while ago and I decided that I was going to be a cool dad again (laughs) and I went to a jump house full of trampolines and basketball hoops and Obstacle courses and climbing walls. Nobody cares. And I (laughs) realized really quick that I'm not a trampoline. (laughs) You gotta fill us in. We got we gotta get the full story here. I didn't mean to be an asshole. (laughs) No, no, that's the full story. I. I went in there whole, wholeheartedly intent on being a fun dad and jumping and bouncing and being awesome and fun. And somewhere in the universe, there's a video of my fat ass jumping <laughs> off of a platform onto a trampoline. And as soon as I jumped, I realized I made a mistake. So in the middle of the air, I make a correction to not land on my feet and me myself in the face and I turned my body sideways so I could land on my back and in doing so I maneuvered my body just enough to land halfway on the springs and halfway on the trampoline and as I hit I felt everything inside of my body separate and then come back together and then re-separate as it launched me back into the air and I watched the video and you could literally watch my body go like limp and then stiff uh-huh. as a board, and then I land, uh-huh. and like there's no flex. Like I just hit, and I was like a little 
like a board doing this shit, like do 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 to a full stop. And like my kids run over, they're jumping around me, and I'm trying like to not freak out and be an ass because like it hurts every time like my body moves, and they're just bouncing the shit out of me like I'm some asshole. All right, so and they're like, oh, funny, guys, get up, get up, get up. And I was like, I would love to get up, but I'm going to need a ambulance and a stretcher to get up after that shit. So go jump over on the next trampoline over. I'm going to think about my life choices. And when I get up, I'm going to fucking walk off of all of these trampolines. And I don't know why we picked the back trampoline in the far back corner, because that only left me 75 trampolines to fucking cross to get off yeah, this bitch. Fair. But I made it off, and you know what I didn't do after that? Bitch. Uh, no, I didn't bitch. Um, well, you did, but not then. I didn't bitch out loud. I bitched in my mind, and then I, <laughs> uh, I made a conscious decision in my mind to realize you are not young anymore. You are not in shape anymore, and you do not belong on a fucking trampoline. And so when they all came running up, and they were like, hey, Come in here and do this climbing wall with us. And I said, you know what? That sounds like a fantastic idea. Let's go get in the line. And then we got to the front of the line. I was like, oh, shit, you see that? I'm too tall and I'm overweight. I can't get on the rope. It won't yeah. It won't sustain me. And they were like, oh, yeah. that sucks. You guys go have fun. And I sent him in yep. there and it was just as fun for him. <laughs> yep. Recap. Gabe tries to jump on trampolines. <laughs> And bingo, bingo, Gabe's injured. Now we have the new story that is Gabe is too old. And that's what life is. It's a five-second story of us just getting our ass kicked one second and then going, God, I'm too old for this. Yeah, I was far too old to be on a trampoline. And reality yeah. set in quick. Real fucking yeah. quick. Yeah, you know, to be fair, life tends to get real in the least expected moments. So what do you do? And I'm smart enough to realize that I'm getting too old to do shit, but still dumb enough to try anyway. Yeah, I'm a, we are, well, I guess that makes us trisexuals. We'll try anything at least once, and uh, if it doesn't go well, at least the first time, we'll try it two more times to figure it out, but if we don't get it right by the sixth time, we're probably not going to do it again. Maybe. But yeah, I might. Chances are I might give it a shot if you ask me, so got that going for me. Yeah, I'm past all that. There's almost or some shit like that. Wow, dude. Like eight, huh? <laughs> you really just threw that out there? Just throwing numbers out to the universe? I'll throw out the real number six. Is it that many? Yeah. With using your fingers, show me how old you are. Are oh, you fucking cunt? It's only this many more. You fucking bitch. <laughs> Just as well be eight. What do you think? <laughs> we, why do you think we come to you and we have questions? For a minute, you fucking asshole. We always yeah. ask the old wise one. Yeah, we Jeez. go to the wise one. He's God damn, dude. I'm hurt. Like, I'm legitimately thinking about leaving now, you fucking bitch. I literally was like, there's no fucking way. We're not far off from that. No, I, <laughs> Dude, we're fucking way far off from that. That's a whole two... You need two hands to give the number you gave, dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah, what do you do? 
I'm over Ooh, it. I mean, that's good. We've been talking to assholes for five minutes. Fucking <laughs> five. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, five minutes. So, anyway, timer. Yeah, <laughs> it's been real. Uh, it's been fun. So we're we're just gonna keep talking. Um, there was something that I wanted to talk about that we have to throw out. Uh, thank you to Mr. Jesse Lang for being a cock munch and getting us in a pinch on FaceWeb uh, because. God damn it, if you didn't do it, we would have. And it saved us at least five more weeks on the Facebook, Facegram, InstaFace. And uh, we appreciate that. Um, and if you want positive, you can find us on the social medias of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. We are now live on. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, and then the last and foremost um, is prob- probably TikTok, where I think we're not on there officially, but damn it, we'll figure We've got some shout-outs outside of that to do. So I'll kick it over to Gabe, who's going to do our weekly shout-out. Shout-out, shout-out, shout-out. I have a shout-out for listener Amanda Bond, who sent this to me. Said, okay, so I love it. It was a podcast I didn't know I needed until I listened to it. There were some issues with the audio when I want to say your guest was talking and there was a little bit of a lag, but it wasn't bad. It didn't make me want to stop listening, though, because what you had to say was really good and I loved it. We don't talk about mental illness enough. I know I've sure had my fair share. I mean, I'm not a badass Marine like you guys, but I did get pregnant and married at 16. And joined a church that was very strict and where talking about mental health issues is very taboo and swept under the rug. I remember, I'm going to leave the person's name out, telling me that I couldn't take antidepressants after I had our daughter and got really bad postpartum depression. Then add many, then add my many years of dispatching and then being one of the only, one of only two female cops in my county, sprinkle a divorce in there. And being a single mom, I became a walking billboard for mental illness, and I am battling that demon, and I don't think it I ever won't have to. It creeps Thanks. up on you out of nowhere. So I love that you're shining light on that and really trying to help, because I can 100% say that those two episodes really helped me. I really did relate so much to It really does relate so much to my life, and I am definitely going to be a weekly listener. Thanks for sharing that. I'll definitely be passing it along to everybody I know, and there's plenty of people that I know that will listen to it, and it'll resonate with them. I'm very proud of you guys. That's the most amazing shout-out I think I could have imagined, so... Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just out here just ending uh, episodes because I'm an ass like that. Well, yeah, no, that being said, uh, I was going to say we should give some other shout-outs, but I think that wraps this one up incredibly uh, we're going to continue to try to give shout outs here at the as the last segment we actually have an incredible shout out that we're going to have coming up and possibly episode uh, we're getting some tumblers from one of the listeners slash uh, shout outs that we're going to be doing and we're going to be supporting them very much 
Um, but we've got some badass tumblers with the Never Broken logo on them. Super excited to have that. And they just look incredible. And as soon as we actually get to do his episode, I'm so excited to pimp him out and get you guys hopefully some Never Broken fucking tumblers and shit. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. That being said, though, uh, I do want to send this over to my co-host. Let's give our closing words. And I will go ahead and let's... Oh, wait. No, hold on. Wait. Oh, oh. I'm going to send it over to TJ first. As always, reach out and touch someone. You know, uh, contact somebody that you've served with or that may be dealing with some issues and send them a text or call or hit them up on the medias. Might just make the difference. Hey, this is uh, Gabe. Um, my final remarks are stay tuned. In the next few episodes, I have the merch meeting coming up. So that should be coming out soon. Really soon. Uh, we'll be able to give you guys links to get those purchased and everything else. So stay tuned. And uh, if you get the chance, look up our YouTube and you can see the hoodie and the shirt that I've been rocking. Yeah, cool. So we'll finish up with the... Just, I'll pimp out the Never Broken product line that's going to be coming out here soon. Uh, like Gabe said, if you hit us up on the YouTube uh, at Never Broken, we're going to be on there. You'll see Gabe and his sweet, sweet Never Broken uh, material and garb. Um, we're also on Instagram, Facebook. We're on Snapchat, as TJ would put it. We're also unofficially on TikTok if you hit me up at Derek Thompson um, but I pretty well been trying to pimp out Never Broken the Forever Broken Pot on there but uh, we're all, the Facebook hit us up on our not so secret society uh, it is just an incredible group of human beings we talk we bullshit we hang out and have a good time um, based off the response that we've had in there we're going to be working on a Patreon, a Discord, as soon as we get a chance. Until then, though, we will be on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Snapchat, where there. If you get a chance, also hit us up, give us five star liking on the little platform of your choosing, and if you can give us a review on the Apple iPod and iTunes. That would be amazing because it gets us out to everyone else. So, that being said, send it over to myself for that sweet outro music.